Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is July 15, 2021, and this is day 1224 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you with our whole heart. Lord, there is none like you. Thank you so much, Father, for giving us your breath of life and making us or creating us in your image. Thank you for your precious son, Jesus Christ, who died for us and rose up victorious over death, over hell and the grave so that we could be reconciled back to you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is defeated or determined mindset. Defeated or determined mindset. Which is it? It's going to take you far. Uh, Either one. All right. Now, uh, one will take you downhill and one will take you up (laughs) Uh, because there are going to be times when we're going to have to be determined come hell or high water. We're going to get it done, (laughs) whatever that is. And listen, we have Jesus. And when we have him, we can do all things all things through Christ who strengthens us. The scripture doesn't say we can do some things or every now and then things. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. The key is it's not in our own strength, okay? It's in in his strength. So we're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through 26. Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through 26. And it says, One day Jesus was teaching... And Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to find a way and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. Now, y'all, this seems, you know, as we read it, it just sounds, you know, wow, what a great story. But when you really think about it, you're in the house, all these people around, you know, they were saying that uh, in in my commentary, it, it talks about how the religious leaders, you know, all the different Jews, they would come together and uh, uh, we'll see later that they show more concerned uh, about their law uh, than more so than they did and their man-made traditions more so than they did about uh, this man who had been healed. But to see this man come down from the ceiling <laughs> and and lowered right down before 
you in the midst of all the people. It says back in the in those days, houses were built of stone and had flat roofs made of mud mixed with straw. Out And it said outside stairways led to the roof. So they were able to climb the stairs to get to the roof. And uh, these men carried their friend up the stairs to the roof where they took apart as much of the mud and straw mixture as was necessary to lure him in front of Jesus. Man, oh man, amazing uh, how much faith and determination these men had. So they lured him into the roof and laid him before Jesus. When they could, when, uh, let me, let me jump down. Um, Verse 20, when Jesus saw their faith, he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. Now he didn't say you're healed. It's so much more important for our sins to be forgiven. That is our healing right there. Okay, that, that is the ultimate. Because if our sins are not forgiven, we will be on a fast track to hell. All right, so the key is to be forgiven of sins. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and and said, we have seen remarkable things today. So many souls were transformed. Oh, glory and set free because of what they saw here. And and Jesus knew their hearts. Jesus knows our heart. He knows what we're thinking. Uh, and so these people, uh, they were pious and they were uh, more concerned about their law than they were about sins being forgiven and uh uh, about even people being healed. It was all about, okay, you broke a law by healing this person on a Sunday or whatever that law may have been. <laughs> so determination. Determination is a firmness of purpose. It's resoluteness. No matter what, I am standing firm on this. And listen, the the people that were uh, against God, they were resolute as well. They were determined. They're going to take their stand against God. So we're going to we're going to encounter those who are determined also against Christ. And we, on the other hand, are determined that we're going to do what God had called us to do to fulfill our purpose. And so there's going to be a clashing. But we will win. <laughs> and and you might not see it right away. You might think, oh, this is so rough. This is so hard. The key is, where do we spend eternity? That is the key. And even while we're here on this earth, God blesses us. He wants us to have joy, peace, and 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 all and 
of course, patience and <laughs> and and kindness and, and gentleness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control and all of those uh, fruits of the Spirit. Uh, he wants us to have that here and to be successful here on earth as well. Have you ever had a made-up mind that no matter what, you're going to do that particular thing or get something you've had your mind set on no matter what. I, I that That is some powerful thing. Now, this might sound really carnal, but I'm going to tell you, I had. <laughs> it just shows you how much God cares about even some of the most minute things. So there was this uh, kind of trench coat that I had seen online uh, from uh, one of the shops that I'll I'll go to online shopping and uh and I saw it and it was absolutely beautiful something I've been looking for it was long I wanted a long one I hadn't had a long one probably in like 30 years you know and I, I only saw the shorter ones and when I saw it I thought oh my gosh it's six hundred dollars so <laughs> I didn't get it although some people would and that, and that's your prerogative and uh but I did I was determined that I'm gonna see that thing marked down <laughs> and over oh about two months when after it first came out I would look at that site every like I would get some a notice on that site and and look through it and and I'd see that code and like oh it's still the same price <laughs> and then one day recently that same coat I looked and I got a notice you know how they send you the stuff to your email and uh it said 40% off plus this discount on 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 uh, certain items uh on this website so I looked and there was the coat. It was marked down to less than $200. I was like, oh my goodness. And it was just for that moment in time. And in that moment in time, I had the money to get it. God blessed. You might think, oh, really? Yes, really. <laughs> so listen, I also had a made up mind that I would never allow my children to go through what I went through uh, by uh, not having my father uh, in our house to care about us or to even outside of the house to care about us. After my parents divorced, they, when I was seven, the old, I'm the oldest of five, and uh, my father chose to, to leave and, and move away and uh, remarried, of course, and started a new family and uh, just forgot about us. Um, my mom... <laughs> was determined to make it through. And, and I'm going to tell you something that I love about my mother and uh, the examples that she set before me without saying a word. And that was her stick-to-itness and determination to raise us up, the five of us, without any help from the government. It wasn't that she didn't want the help or need the help, but they wouldn't give her the help. We couldn't get food stamps. No, she did not get uh, uh, alimony or child support because my father chose not to pay it. Uh, she did not get any type of medical, Medicaid or anything like that. So she worked two jobs, sometimes more, just to have enough food for us to eat. And we didn't always have mega meals or we had lots of fried potatoes and scrambled eggs, but but it was still a, a fun and, and caring household and loving household. And 
you know, but that's one of the things I peeped out, you know, <laughs> and my mother learning that. And even today, my mom is uh, one of the leaders with T-Zone and working with us and at the age of 82. And she is uh, firmly stand, standing firm and, and uh, working that with us every day off one day a week. But we've been really working hard <laughs> this week. It's been a lot of events going on this week. And and our team is really getting kind of tired, my other uh, leader. And so they're going to all be off tomorrow and, uh, you know, and another day next week because it has been a lot of long hours, but we're determined. And I got that determination. It was instilled in me through God and seeing that example in my mother. Uh, so I was determined to raise my children uh, as well in the same way, but um to make the marriage is, you know, it takes two to make that marriage work. So nothing against my mother. Uh, it wasn't her choice, uh, but, you know, stuff happens to divorce. Um, so, yeah, anyway, my husband and I have both stuck it out and been determined <laughs> that we're going to stick this thing out. We just celebrated 43 years of marriage and been together since we were 14 years old. But, you know, it's work. Is work. <laughs> we have to carry our mats and uh, have some help sometimes, a friend to help us to do that because it can get rough, but we have to have the determination to stick it out and make it through. All right. So the number one thing here I noticed, or I've got three things, uh, was the sacrificial love that got the paralyzed man to the house. It was the sacrifice of his friends, the love, that unconditional love from his friends that got him there. Secondly, they had a resolute mindset. I've come too far to turn back now kind of mindset. This type of mindset got the man into the house, right? Got that roof off and got him down in front of Jesus. And then the third thing, the friend's faith in Jesus got the man out of the house. Oh, glory to God. Got him healed and out of the house on his own two feet. They brought him there. And he left on his own. Glory to God. He they that man left on his own, glorifying God. And and here's the thing: he was forgiven for his sin on his way to eternity with Jesus Christ and the ability to enjoy his life fully healed. Wow, I am just in awe uh, <laughs> at how and what God will do. I, I remember when we just started uh, Transition Zone and, uh, uh, oh no, let me let me back up. I, there's another one that the Lord, the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you. Okay, so many years, several years ago, about um, 12 years ago when I started my parents' church, I left the church I was at for um, 27 years and the Lord said, go and serve your parents. And this is my stepdad and my mom. And they had started the church after having this their church, starting church in their home for seven years. And then they bought this building that was about to be condemned and needed a lot of work. And they were determined to get that fixed. You know, so they had gotten that all done. And, and my, my stepdad spent his retirement money, both he and my mom's, on, on, that, on the church uh, to get it up and going. And once I got there, they, they said, so what do you want to do? And I said, well, whatever you need me to do. And uh, I said, well, I noticed you don't have a Wednesday night service. I could do that. And I could do Bible study on Wednesday nights. They said, okay. 
And uh, so Wednesday night came, there were no people. <laughs> and um, I'm like, where are the people? And they said, you got to go get them. And the Lord said, get up, go get the people. And I'm like, okay. And so I created flyers and I didn't say come and visit us at church. I said, hey, neighbor, <laughs> come and hang out with us on Wednesday night and have a free meal and sit around and, you know, we'll have Bible study too or something like that. I, I don't even know if I said Bible study because, you know, we, those of us that know the Lord, we know those terms, right? But people that are in the world are like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? So May the Flyers and uh, we walked the streets up and down Prospect and uh, hit the road and went to people's on their porches. And this is when people were sitting outside and and uh, we just handed the flyer and had conversation with people. And I remember walking up to one house, people were sitting out on their step, a lot of men, and they were drinking their beer and smoking their weed. And, and you know, we're like, hey, how are you doing? They hurried up, put stuff behind them. And we're like, hey, we don't care. We didn't have on any shirts that said we were from church or anything like that. And gave them the flyers and invited them. And I'll never forget the last one we went to was it, there was this like broken down truck that just, you know, didn't run. It was an older truck. And there were two men sitting in the truck and the Lord said, go to that truck. And, and, and we went out in pairs and teams. So, you know, we were wise with it and, uh, went up to the truck and I said, how do you do? How are you doing? And he said, fine. what you got? What you showing? What you got there? And I told him, and they said, where are you at? And so they were right across the street from the church. I said, right over there. And like, like, all right, we might come. All right. And I didn't think anything of it. I, you know how you might think, I don't know if they're going to really show up. And uh, by great surprise, who would show up but the man in the truck? And he not only showed up once, he was there Wednesday after Wednesday. He got so familiar uh, with us and he us with him that my parents uh, would leave us, me and my sister there at the time, uh, to lock up knowing that he was there to help us, you know. So uh, we would always say we won't leave anybody there, you know, alone to lock up. We always go out together. And so they had, you know, they, they were older and they needed to get out sooner. And so we'd get the trash out and he would help get the trash out and do all those things and uh, then get on home. It was a blessing. And I'll never forget one night, this particular gentleman in the freezing cold, he was there and his name was Johnny. He always smelled like he was cooking on the grill kind of smoke. And we say, Johnny, what did you cook today? Oh my gosh, it smells like you've been on the grill in the freezing cold. Oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he would just, you know, kind of didn't say much. Uh, and so it was so cold that night. Uh, my sister and I said, hey, we can just take you home, even though you're just down the street. But, you know, it's a little, you know, it's freezing. And so he's like, all right, all right. So we dropped him off. And uh, when we dropped him off that night, one of the things that we saw was intriguing. It was amazing. My sister and I saw a group of men in the back of his house sitting around a bonfire to keep warm. And that is how he kept warm too. The house he was in had no lights, no gas. And I don't know if he had water or not. 
And that's what we found out. And we, my sister and I just cried on our way. I mean, it was just always something like that that God would let us see to show us the determination in the people's hearts that we were serving. And we were strengthened too because of them. Just like that friend was strengthened, the man with that was paralyzed was strengthened because of his friends. You know, we strengthen one another. And his determination to come out and get the word of God and then, you know, be content where he was and with what he had and have that joy uh, and knowing and figuring out a way uh, to stay warm, not to just say, I'm just going to freeze. You know, that 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 was some determination. He was not defeated. And, and it just strengthened us even more. And I always said, after seeing and serving a lot of the people that we have the opportunity to serve at that time, I said, I would never complain about anything. I have nothing to complain about when I see the hearts of the people who are determined. And it just was phenomenal. And I am so grateful to God for the opportunities and yet even more so each and every day and the opportunity to share God's word with you every day. If you don't know Jesus, that is what it's all about. It, the days We're in the last days, any moment, the great event we've all been waiting for, and that is the rapture of the saints can take place any second. You need to know Jesus if you want to go. Uh, and we're determined that you'll get there, but it's your choice. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace in Jesus name. Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.